Welcome to the show. The only show that'll twist your mind. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so let's keep it going. Keep it going. No. Yes. No. no this no, no. is marking out episode two hundred and forty-seven, the Halloween episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can listen to past episodes on MarkingOut.com and the current episode. You can also find it on iTunes where you should subscribe and you can go stream on Stitcher Radio. Go buy all of our t-shirts over at ProWrestlingTees.com. Slash Marking Out. Slash Marking Out. You can go follow us on Twitter at Marking Out. Follow me, Dave the Rave underscore M-O. Had to think right now what my actual handle was. You could go follow Brandon, BTTG161. Brandon, before you, I ask how you're doing. What were you going for? <laughs> I, oh. uh, I was going for a uh, vampire, but it kind of came off as Miss Cleo. <laughs> I, I thought you were going back to our conversation before about the Kofi Kingston Jamaican. <laughs> yeah, no. Background. Let me hear your caller. <laughs> yeah. One, Did anybody yeah. ever called that number? Oh, tons of people. Oh man! I wonder Dude, what tons, you know, tons you know. of people had to have called that number for when uh, French Toast. What's that? French Toast Crunch, I think it is. You know that okay. cereal. Okay. Came back and they used Miss Cleo on their commercial. That oh. that company got sued because Miss Cleo apparently is a character owned by so and so. Huh. Yeah. So instead of saying one cat, two cat, ah uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I can't do a vampire right now. It's the Halloween episode. I, I think I would be able to do a vampire or something. <laughs> One cut, two cut, ah uh, ah. Uh. There we go. But for whatever reason, it came out as feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. <laughs> Before I start trying to spit out really poor impressions, so tell us, how was your week? I am doing awesome as always. <laughs> yes, and how are you doing today? <laughs> My week was great. It was great. How was your week? It was great. It was great. Yeah, no, I got a lot done. I went uh, I went, and uh, after we finished recording last week, went out and picked up Judah Friedlander's new book. How is it? I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of it. It's cool because I'm such a fan of comedy. And, I mean, I've been drawing since I was a little kid. Since maybe – I have a drawing that I have from 1991 that looks like it could be Garfield. Well, not like it could be Garfield – Wait, like, you drew Garfield too? Yeah. Me but too. I'm assuming mine was better. No, no, no. Mine was to a T. 
I don't maybe I actually drew him the other day in class and nothing has changed. Yeah, so still great. No, but I have a picture from 1991 which would make me like 2 years old ish. And it's like like that's like I look at that drawing of Garfield and Odie. Uh-huh. And I'm like, "Damn. Like that's that's good." So for me to be like a fan of art of like ca- cartoons and and drawing and stuff and comedy, it's a cool book because I did not know that Judah Friedlander was like he, he's a he's great a great drawer. Now I was gonna that was gonna be my follow up. I didn't realize that he did the artwork in the book. That's what the book is. It's all. I, I yeah I I thought that he just did, wrote the jokes. Yeah no no yeah yeah he's I been apparently he's been drawing since he was a little kid. I think he wrote I think he says in the book that his mom was an art teacher. Uh huh. So. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, but um, all right. So, I, any any other highlights? Man, I went uh, I went to the driving range. Did I was that last week's episode? I think. Uh, no, right after it, I believe. Yeah, so I went to the driving range. How'd that go for you? Um, I had one ball again that went straight. Oh, all my all my balls were straight. Well, that's all right. <laughs> None of them were twisted. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> That's, that sounds healthy. But, uh, yeah, all of them went straight, but, um, like, one went past 100 yards, feet. I don't know how they – what is it? Probably feet, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely feet. Right? Is it uh, No, probably yards. yards. Yeah? I think so. How much so? is a football field? 100 yards. Yeah, so or definitely, 110 definitely. yards. So it's definitely feet. <laughs> is it feet? I did not hit a football field length of – David, it's feet. Come on, think about it. I wouldn't put it past you. It's feet. Yeah, it's I mean, feet. We, we know your strength. I've seen you in the gym before. Yeah, it's definitely feet. But um, <laughs> yeah, and then I was just like messing around with the ball uh, with my stance and everything because I was trying to actually legitimately do how like all the other golfers are doing. Did but, anybody try to help you? Well, no. My friend was telling me what to do. Okay. But I'm not a golfer. My body is not an athlete. So like I don't move the way – uh, your, your your body is a temple, all right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Baruch Atah, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, so – and then I just got tired of like golfer stance. So I was doing slap shots, slap shots and everything like, yeah, like, like the Happy, Happy Gilmore, Happy Gilmore yeah. was doing. Yeah, and uh, so I know if I ever want to um, hit a ball in mini golf with a driver, I could use my hockey stance because it didn't go far at all. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but it was accurate enough. I definitely would not uh, suggest uh, switching out your putter for a driver, though. Oh, no, I was using a driver, though. Yeah. And also, I, then I was like, you know what? Some people, let me see, suddenly see how uh, I could hit a driver the other way. So I took the driver, turned it around, so the other part was on the side, the, the rounded edge that you're not supposed to hit with. Did you make it humble? Uh, what does that mean? I mean, I know what the means, but in this sense, explain that to me what that means. Well, nah, you're good. So did you do it? Yeah, I did it. All and right. It went just as far as my other hit, so I know that. You're a switch hitter. <laughs> yeah, but it's not like I wasn't switch. I wasn't golfing lefty. I was golfing with the thing turned around. So you're golfing. I was golfing goofy. Goofy. <laughs> that's a that's a skateboard stance, right? It's goofy. The go- yeah, the goofy stance. Sure. I think. So I was standing goofy. I was. Okay, goofy. you're standing goofy. 
Yeah, so I'm not a golfer. All right. And and my body was killing me afterwards. So. Oh man, that stinks. Did you get to no, yeah, no, yeah, I did. I did get to go to Fridays one last time for their all year. <laughs> all right, so that's nice. That's nice. And what was your uh, last app? The last app that I got, I don't know. I don't that know. That memorable, huh? I think. Well, I got the. Oh, actually, I think it might have been the peanut butter and jelly ones, which are not good. But that, that was, was nice. That was last week that I did it. But this week, when I went to Cheesecake Factory afterwards. Which was yeah. fantastic. Cheesecake Factory is fantastic. I don't know if anybody else goes there or if anybody has their nose in the air like, oh, I can't eat at Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, I could go back and forth with it. I love Cheesecake Factory. And, yeah. uh, but th- and then afterwards, after that, uh, Sunday, other than that, I had my friend's wedding. It was nice. It's crazy. People are growing yeah. up. Yeah, that's, that's usually what happens. Yeah. That's usually what happens. Not all of us can be Peter Pan. Nope. Did you get to go to your haunted house? I didn't go to a haunted house, no. Uh, yeah, I, I I really want to get to a haunted house this year. I really that was probably my best my most favorite job ever was working in a haunted house as you, one of the You could have chosen hand or anything and yours is working in a haunted house? Oh, 100%. <laughs> 100%. I'm not a big like, oh, boo. I'm not don't jump at me and try. No, and it wasn't me. like that though. I mean, if you if you cared about working there, you would actually try to like set up scares. Like like I would. Pre- I was in a clown house, so and I was in a like I was next to a bunch of robotic clowns. So I would maneuver myself like as if I was a machine or something, standing right next to them, and try to just fit, uh, fit on in. And then I would let a few people go past me, and then I would choose, pick and you pick and choose your victims. But, so if, like somebody walks by, you'd yell what? Like what would you? Um, would you yell at them? So it depends. Sometimes if they like, I would yell at the top of my lungs, or other times I would just say messed up stuff. Like you're turning twenty six, you need your own insurance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like really messed up stuff like that. Like hit them with a dose of reality. But it was a lot of fun. But it depends on the actors and of who's working there, really. Because you could easily go to a haunted house and work and have a bunch of actors not care about what they're doing, and then you'll just like walk by and be like, "You wasted your money completely." Yeah, you know, I went to a shoe store today. Oh yeah, how'd that go? <laughs> I was looking for shoes, and the guy I asked the dude, I was like, "Hey, you got this shoe?" And he goes, "Oh, we don't have any of those," in. and just kept walking. Well, how's that? Instead, instead of like, instead of like stopping and be like, "Hey, we could, I could get you these. Like, these look similar." Or, yeah, like what the, what kind of, what is that? I don't. I walked you. out of the store. I was like, that guy was, uh, that guy was yeah. friendly, huh? Well, you know, not everyone can be us. What can, what can you say? <laughs> so, what are you doing for Halloween? I am going to a Halloween party, I believe. Dressed as I believe, or is it a surprise for? Next week. I believe it's not a surprise. Because oh, we're going to be surprised. Okay. <laughs> I just said it's not a surprise. I, I'm pretty sure I said it on last week's episode, too, or two weeks not. ago or something. Yeah, no, I'm going to do the whole Bray Wyatt shtick. A shtick? Yeah, hopefully I can pull it off. You should cut promos on everyone that night. People are like, who are you? <laughs> I'm like, Jake from State Farm. Uh, you should, like, <laughs> Wendy, uh, Randy Quaid. After a long night, I d- 
don't look like Randy Quaid. I don't know. Are you going to bring a lantern with you? Yes, I went out to uh, Party City, got the only lantern that they offered that wasn't glittery. And uh, it's pretty, like, it looks like, I think it's like actual glass in there. But it looks like an actual, like, weathered lantern. Okay. And, uh, yeah. I'm so, all right, hit it. it's been a while. On the spot, could you hit us with a promo? <laughs> cut it on, cut us, cut a promo on Halloween. On Halloween. On Hallow on Halloween being tomorrow, and do it as Bray Wyatt. You know, by the time you listen to this, it's gonna be Halloween, and everybody's gonna be trick or treating. And then you go out there get candy, but not everybody wants candy. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I don't know. Keep it going. Keep it going. What else am I supposed yeah, to say? Fun. You go, go out slow. there. You go to your Halloween parties. You don't know if you're gonna get a trick or a treat. You, you go out to your Halloween parties and you're not sure. Sometimes there's a bowl of candy, but you don't know if that's there for the people, the trick or treaters. But I just sit there in the corner and eat the candy anyway. If somebody rings my bell, I eat that candy. Run. <laughs> when you raised your voice, I thought you were gonna go into a dusty impression. Cause I got a bicycle. That was bad. <laughs> That was, yeah. All right. He so got a bicycle. I don't know. Screw you. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> One, two, three. And tomorrow I'm actually going to be volunteering for a – they have a monster run up here. It's like a, a 5K or something like that. So it's a little a little race. So I'm going to volunteer for that. Go ahead. Throwing, throwing water in people's face? Pretty much. <laughs> going to go in costume. <laughs> throwing hot coffee as Kramer – accidentally <laughs> did so yeah. you're not are you going out to a bar or anything no I'm, bar. I'm dressing up as wolverine for that um and then can, can you not the, can you not say wolverine because you, you're not really dressing up as wolverine no no i'm i'm going as wolverine you're going as knockoff wolverine psh, no, I'm just, psh. you you didn't even know you're wolverine bro i could swear to god <laughs> when i was a kid i really thought that wolverine had long sleeves when i was a kid no. I that, really thought that. Why do the costumes have long sleeves? I that I did I didn't understand it. And it's a Marvel product. Maybe like because you would think that I think just because just to give make it comfort for the person wearing it. Yeah, probably because they know it's like, oh, it's Halloween, it's October, even though Halloween exists on the West Coast as well. Yeah, that's and the thing. I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. It should be accurate, but it's not. It's long sleeve. The only long sleeve I think was Wolverine with X Force. It's probably just to get the the gloves and everything. Well, no, there's no gloves with like it. Like the the wrist portion of it. There's the wrist portion looks like the glove, right? Ah, yeah, it's, it's, it's blue. blue. Yeah, so you just got to find yourself blue gloves. I mean, it would have made more sense to just cut the sleeve, cut the arm off, and buy uh, um, gloves. X Men had one of the greatest theme songs. Oh. Ever. So so the Mets are playing. They're currently in the World Series. Fingers are crossed. Yeah, right now they are up five to three in the bottom of the fifth. Uh the biggest thing though for you is um trick trick or treat. Well, mm, uh, mm. Wait, I'm confused. What's the segue here? It's it's trick or treat. Yeah. You choose. Do you want to be tricked or treated? I feel like I just got tricked. So do you want to <laughs> so, be <laughs> So mean? I'm going to go with trick. What do you mean you feel like you just got tricked? Well, we were just talking about the Mets. 
Yeah, so and we... Then you, and then you <laughs> asked me if, about Trick or Treat. Yeah, we were done talking about the Mets. <laughs> trick, okay. Trick or Treat. I'll go Trick. We're only speaking about TNA on this episode. That doesn't sound like much of a trick at all. Well, that's definitely the trick. The treat would be not speaking of TNA. Well, that's unfortunate. But uh, moving on from that, a little stupid joke I thought of. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, We got fan question comments in there. I don't know if there's any. What's funny is you told me about that too. Yeah, and you were like, oh, I guess I'm not going to remember this. Yeah, and I didn't remember it, yeah. but then it was just like, huh. It was one of those jokes where he's just like, huh, where you like do that little tilt of the head. Well, it's 2015, folks, so not every joke's going to hit, but moving on to some question or one that one comment. <laughs> question, comment. Uh, hey, Brandon and Dave, my tickets for NXT London came this week. So, I was wondering, what matches you're hoping to see at the event? Kind regards, as always, Ben. Broski Ben, haven't heard from him him in a long time. Hope all is going well, Ben. Uh, That is awesome. I think that that event in uh, London is going to be superb. I'm jealous of that, man. Because, I like, dude, I swear to God, NXT Brooklyn was such one of the finest events that I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. So, like, anyone that gets to go to these big NXT shows, yeah, I'm jealous of that because I'm I'm jealous with it being in London. I've always wanted to see a wrestling event. I, I mean, I would love to see wrestling outside of the United States. Absolutely, like, yeah. I mean, because the farthest that we've I, that yeah, definitely you too. That we've gone see. for wrestling is Florida. Yeah. For WrestleMania so, 28, but, uh, but yeah, I would fun. have I would have loved to have seen William Regal wrestle at that event. Except I see the sites are reporting that he's getting like neck surgery or something. So he I, I think he just actually had or it. Just had it, so he's yeah, not going to be cleared to it. wrestle. I would let's see. I hope to see the the let's see. I hope James Storm is in action. Yeah, they should think, put they should just put like Robbie Brookside out there. Yeah, I I could see him. Uh, at the start of the show with Triple H, like introducing everyone. Yeah. I can see probably that going on. I hope James Storm is there. I think you're going to see probably Samoa Joe versus uh, Finn Balor. Why not versus I th- Tyler? I think that's coming to an end. Well, Especially when- with the match today or uh, the other day. I feel like that was just a lack. I don't know. I feel like that storyline's over already. When is NXT London? Is that that's November uh, or no? Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with November. Um, I hope that we see. Let's see. I don't know. Um, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I don't know any like British people that could be brought in. I don't think Amori and Cass are gonna be in action, especially with Cass's leg injury now. It'd be nice if like they brought Paige in for the event just because like you know what I could see, I kind of can see them bringing in Paige like dude Paige, the, Paige versus Bailey like come on yeah I could see that going on maybe a non-title match yeah non-title match Paige versus Bailey I could see Emma versus uh Asuka yeah probably em- I could Emma see versus Asuka um Let's see. Tag team. Vaude Villains 
they're the champions, right? Yeah, versus Blake and Murphy or something. Yeah, probably a rematch for that, or maybe like a triple uh, triple threat kind of a deal. Throw another tag team in there, like Hype Bros. Um, let's see, probably Baron Corbin versus I, I don't know Apollo Cruz. Um, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Regard- regardless, though, that's two and a half. It's going to be a damn good show. Yeah, I'm as. Brandon mentioned, definitely jealous, but have a blast. Enjoy it. And, yeah, so that is our comment and question. Um, Thank you very much, Ben. Hope all is well. Yeah. All right. Moving on further than that, WWE had a pay-per-view this past week. Uh, WWE Hell in a Cell emanating live from the Staples Center in Los Angeles, California former home of uh, SummerSlam for the past few years. Yeah. Uh, WWE had a kickoff show, kickoff match, was Dolph Ziggler, Cesaro, and Neville teaming up to defeat Rusev, Sheamus, and Bad News Barrett, King Barrett, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, King Barrett. That that spot that Neville did off of Cesaro's back was pretty cool. Yeah. Dude, uh, this, this these six men, man, they're killing it. They really are. Killing I know it. it's very. I guess we'll mention it now. It's unfo- it's unfortunate, but yep. Rusev with his uh, during a house show, I believe. No, I think they said superstars, didn't they? Oh, uh, it, it was a taping of superstars. Uh, Rusev, from what they said, he ruptured his bicep, which stinks. That means like the tendon, like it just like broke right off. Um, but what what do you do to like? How does that happen? He. I think he's gonna probably need surgery. But how does is it just like random random yeah, happens to someone? It could just be from uh, from the fiber. Like it's just probably from the fibers breaking down, and he could probably just tweaked it. But right, hopefully... so that could happen to me. Yeah. I could just tear my. Yeah, you could tear any muscle. Wonderful. Any, I could I could hurt my shoulder taking out the garbage. Yes, you can. <laughs> I could tear that. Doing anything. <laughs> um, yeah, but unfortunately, hopefully if he does have to get surgery and stuff, they don't take him off television. I think that you could still keep him with Seamus yeah, and Barrett no, on I the side. I think he's in a fine position. It's not like – I still don't understand why Lana's not on I, television. I agree. But it, I think that's awful. But like now that it's Rusev, Seamus, and Bad News Barrett together, yeah, I, I don't – there's no reason for Lana to actually be there. No. So, um, but but in that in that case, if Rusev was to be injured for an oh, an allotted time period that he wasn't able to wrestle for, yeah, I would love to have him still be on television with them. I I agree. I think they all have good chemistry together, and I know I've been saying that I don't like trios and stuff, but I I still don't there's, like there's trios. No, but there's hopefully- no argument though that these six people in this ma- this match was a great way to start the pay per view, and they're they're great. But it was now the phenomenal thing is, work between but, the six of them. But now with this international group, I think you can bring in Lana, have Lana with them, and just start making it into a fat, a stable, as opposed to an actual trio. Yeah, group. but more so if Rusev wouldn't wasn't going to be injured though, because yeah, why have no, no. two useless people? Yeah, no, then it's not. But hopefully they can work this into a, some sort of a stable. Um, for the actual pay per view card, we ended up tying. Um, we both had one match where we predicted incorrectly. And you went, you went right. You were like, whoever comes in to take the U S championship is going to be that. 
I think apparently John Cena is doing something for uh, is it yeah. Fox? Oh, I'm I'm not too sure. I I just thought that he wanted to take some time off. No, I think he's doing like a reality television oh, show, like for, a muscle show or something like that on Fox. Maybe I'm not and positive. Then, but. And then you picked uh, Roman Reigns over Bray Wyatt correctly. Yeah. So. All right, so let's get on to the card. The card kicked off yeah. with the U.S. Open Challenge by John Cena and Brandon. All of a sudden, you hear I was like, dude, it better not be Jack Swagger. Yeah, I think, I think that everyone said that. <laughs> so Zeb Coulter rolls out in whatever he's driving. I don't want to call it a rascal because that's copyright material. And if it's not a rascal, I don't want to say it's a rascal. But, um, yeah, he comes out there, cuts a little promo saying basically how he's, uh, he's basically how he's seen the light and that everyone of all ethnicities and backgrounds should be able to come to America and work together, which I'm assuming they put him back on TV because of Donald Trump. I, well, let's break it down first. Well, they've been wanting to bring in a Hispanic wrestler. So, insert Del Rio. Yeah. I think... Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, but then also I uh, just spoiled that part with it. <laughs> um, but also with the Donald Trump thing, I think putting them together, they're definitely going after Donald a little bit. It's kind of yeah, because well, because Zeb Coulter prior to 2015, prior to this, was the Donald Trump, yeah. basically of WWE. Oh yeah, big time. So for them to be able to, I'm perfectly fine with it. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's. I mean, I'm. It's interesting, but Del Rio returned, picked up the victory. Now the U.S. champion. Uh, this match was great, and it's cool because Del Rio was like on fire this match. Yeah, I was very happy to see Del Rio hit his uh, that little spot going through the ropes. Uh, you know that spot where he goes for the hangman. I think it's called. I don't know. You know where the guy's uh, has the neck across the ropes, the like middle rope, and he goes to jump on their back, and oh yeah, yeah. Ropes, and then he goes right through the ropes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to see him doing that again. It's cool because it's like he was so on fire since leaving WWE. He's mm-hmm. he's the current AAA champion. Yeah. yeah. So like I don't know how that's gonna work at all. From what I read, I guess they're gonna have him come back for one event, but just to drop the title. And uh, Lucha Underground, I guess they're no longer working with Del Rio. No. But, um, yeah. His contract probably ran up on that one. I don't know if he actually had a contract with them. Oh. I don't know how that works. All right. But, um, so for for him to, uh, when he left WWE, basically, not left, he got fired, right? Yeah, he got fired for slapping the... uh, Yeah, he got fired for slapping somebody who said something racist to him, and then that guy, I think, is now fired also. I don't know whatever happened to it. I think he was fired or released months later, but um, uh, I think. I'm not positive. But for him to have been so hot on the independent scene and everything, and then to come back and everybody's chanting along with C, 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 and everything, they love Del Rio. I think that's phenomenal. Del Rio had this ovation once before, but then WWE ruined it. So the only thing that I'm really really hoping for is that WWE creative doesn't ruin what Del Rio has. Yeah, WWE, they have to walk a very, very fine line here with that. Yeah, during that entire time, during both of his title runs, they start off hot, 
but then they get so stale because of the storylines that they book him in and because of the just i mean come on now they just get well yeah, stupid. I mean, why is he having a? Uh, he had his little pinata party and stuff, and that's where he was going down. The the last the last storyline that we saw Del Rio in was that was was he was poor, right? I or what I was it? I, I wasn't recall. it something like that where all of a sudden he was he was not an aristocrat anymore or something? Or am I making that up completely? I think you're making that up. I don't know. I don't I've, felt I, that at I all. Know, I really felt like that was something, but who knows? I, but but in general, I, I hopefully they don't ruin him, and hopefully they don't get stale with him. Um, all right, so next match you had Roman Reigns, correct? Uh, yeah, Roman, Roman Reigns, Reigns picking up the victory against Bray Wyatt in that Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, there was a lot of good spots in this match. Like there was a spot where Bray Wyatt was sitting on the outside on a chair, just hitting Roman Reigns with his kendo stick. It's funny because, like, this was, this still, I have, like, this, like, I don't know why this was a Hell in a Cell match. It did not, it could have been a no DQ. There only should have been one Hell in a Cell match during this. I don't, I still don't think there should have been one, but I think for what it was, not even, I don't want to say for what it was, this was a good Hell in a Cell match. It's just not going to be one of those Hell in a Cell matches that, like, 10 years from now, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns, they had a, a Hell in a Cell match. I don't even remember. I think the last – I don't even remember the last Hell in a Cell match that I – that was like current day that was actually worth putting up there as one of the best. Like there's a lot of Hell in a Cell matches that are like – that you just – you don't remember. Yeah, exactly. Like, like yeah, like it's not – I mean – it it really is a toss up, but this match didn't. But also with this match, because they used the tight used tables a lot in this match. You I like that though. I like I really like those table spots. That you had, I think it was the Uranagi. I think he hit through the one of the tables. I uh, is that the modified like the, like the rock bottom kind of? Yeah, did that through it. Uh, you had the spear off of the apron through one. That was and a really nice a, one too. Had a power bomb uh, table spot. But I think that because of all this, that could be a big reason why we didn't have a tables match tonight or on Hell in a Cell. Yeah, that's – yeah. Because with, with all these spots of using the table in that match, it's going to be tough to either top that later on with the Dudley boys and also with just a one table spot to end the match. And I feel like that could, could really uh, bring it down. Well, obviously, I mean – the next pay-per-view is what? Survivor Series? Yeah. So, maybe... I mean, the way that, that it ended, maybe we're not actually going to be seeing that match that we were hoping, but... Yeah. Um, but this... I, I thought the reversal from the sister Abigail, Abigail was really cool, where Bray went for it, and then Roman Reigns spun right behind him and schoolboyed him. Yeah. Uh, overall, it was a good match. It yeah. was a good match. But like I said, in, in, I think in, in most recent history, the one that the, – the Hell in a Cell match that people will be like, oh, I do remember that happening. Yeah. Was Undertaker versus Triple H from WrestleMania 28. Yeah. WrestleMania 28. Yeah. So that's 2002. You have so many in between there that that like nobody's going to remember CM Punk. None stand out to me. I mean, like, there's John Cena versus Randy Orton from last year, but that's still I don't remember yeah. it. 
I if you, I didn't even know that they wrestled together in there. It was uh, it was the Hell in a Cell for the number one contenders match. I for, I'm for telling you, I, I would I would never have remembered that. Yeah, and before Undertaker Triple H, which one do you remember? Oh, you don't. Man. I mean, Kane versus Undertaker. You don't really remember from I'm, 2010. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Before that, the only one I remember, I think there was one with Edge. And then it, there was like Cactus Jack versus Triple H, Foley versus Edge. There was Undertaker oh, versus, versus Edge. Edge. No, Undertaker versus Edge. Undertaker versus Edge. Yeah. I mean, that's really the only ones I remember. Why? What do you remember? I mean, well, obviously you I mean, remember a lot more than I do. Well, I mean, not necessarily because, I mean, DX versus Legacy was somewhat memorable just for like knowing that DX and Legacy were in a Hell in a Cell together. But as far as that match, no, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Was, I, they had, they had I, a list on w, on WWE.com saying like the competitors that you probably forgot had Hell in a Cell matches. Dude, there were three Hell in a Cell matches in 2009. You had Jeez. DX versus Legacy, Orton versus Cena, and Taker versus Punk. Yeah. That's nuts. That's the thing. I feel like there should either be one, excuse me, one Hell in a Cell match as your main event, or you put every match in Hell in a Cell. Kind of like, because it's a theme. That's kind of like... War games or something. That's kind of pushing it, though. It completely is, but I mean, I, I kind of would rather have it just one then. But but of all 32... If just one would, one, of, one on the card would be more. Of all 32 Hell in a Cell matches, there aren't that many that are super rememberable or rememberable i don't know why i said that i could probably remember four of them dude Shawn michaels versus undertaker that's memorable yeah Uh, i mean stone cold is that though is that so memorable undertaker versus stone cold uh, undertaker and stone cold versus mankind and kane i don't think that's memorable for monday night raw but undertaker versus mankind king of the ring obviously yeah like come on that's the most famous hell in a cell spot I feel like the Undertaker versus Big Boss Man from WrestleMania. That's the only the only reason why I remember that Hell in a Cell match is because of. But that wasn't really a Hell in a Cell match. That was a kennel. No, that's was that? that's Big Boss Man versus Al Snow. That oh yeah, Undertaker versus Boss Man at WrestleMania was when uh, when um Where was after yeah when when Boss Man got hanged by the. I, I still don't get how they did that spot. I don't know either. I have no clue how they actually did that spot with Boss Man. And as far as memorable go, Triple H versus Cactus Jack, that's obviously a memorable one. Yeah. And then they had the six-man Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm. Brock versus Taker won for that Hell in, a Cell match, Hell in a Cell match. But then other than that, not much really rings a bell. Mm-hmm. So you, I, I feel like you have these all these Hell in a Cell matches and they start to not mean anything. Yeah. Well, all right. So let's... How we mentioned um, with them not doing a tables match, potentially because of the amount of tables during this match and all of those spots. Next up, you had New Day. New uh, Day? New Day. Big E and Kofi Kingston, the champions, picking up a victory over the Dudley boys. Um, I think that could be another reason why they didn't do it, especially if they planned on having them back-to-back. Xavier Woods was not present because he got married this weekend. So he no, was bro, he was that. injured. He got put through a table, bro. Oh, yeah, no, he was injured. Yeah, <laughs> bad. Uh, 
What about that botch uh, spot with the Dudley boys? You know, I don't want to say that's a botch, even though it was, but it's, it's like it was a botch. There was there's so many times like throughout the card, like Dudley boys missed that spot, and they and and the commentary's like, oh, they missed that, but like as soon as somebody like Charlotte misses a spot, they don't even mention it. I think it's. I think they can do that, though. I think that's I mean, both. For, someone it, should it have is, priority over that. I, I think so too. But I feel like no matter what, the Dudleys can botch three matches in one, uh, one match, three times in one match, and the commentators could say, "Oh, wow, they didn't intend for that to happen," and it's not going to make a difference. The fans are still going to love them. We're not going to change our opinions on them. They're still going to be legends in our minds. And we're not going to think less of them as pro wrestlers. Well, if you point out someone like Charlotte, Eva Marie, or something like that with their botches, it's going to be like, oh, yeah, no, they stink. And stuff is well, well, a lot of criticism. Some a lot people of are legends. <laughs> and some people are. Charlotte yeah, but I think that that's where it becomes that. It, I mean, I don't condone it, but I could see. It no, being, I understand. Right? I definitely understand what you're saying, though. Yeah. Um, all right, but yeah, there was that spot. Kofi I mean, the ending, obviously. Kofi tried to get the referee to he threw Bubba the trombone, right? Yeah, tried to do the good old uh, Eddie Guerrero spot. Which that's right. I that's like the referee was so the referee was so stupid in this match. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I mean, maybe I'll call it. Maybe I won't call it. Will I call it? I'm gonna go call it. No, I'm definitely gonna go call it. No, I didn't see it. No, I'm not gonna call it. I didn't see it. Yeah, I think that that's but uh, brilliant. I think that that could have been the end of the match. I I do too. I thought that was brilliant, but yeah, I thought that that could have been. And I I always like that end of like the I call it the Eddie Guerrero ending. Yeah, I mean, it's because like the light steel, uh, light chain and steel. That's what he used to do. Um. All right. Next, uh, New Day picked up the victory. Yeah. Next up, you had your Divas match. Yeah, uh, for, the, for the Divas Championship, where no one was allowed ringside. Uh, Charlotte Flair picked up the victory by submission. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'll give credit. That's they, she did a uh, slingshot into that backbreaker. I thought that was looked pretty cool. Um, off the rebounding off the ropes. But then there's that reverse hurricanrana spot that they went for, and I was just like, I cringed with that because I was just like, oh no, someone's gonna break their neck on this. It's just I don't I do, like. Do you recall that spot or no? Not really, no. I'm going to send you a, a GIF of it a little bit it's later. A, it's a GIF. You know what's funny? I used to say GIF so many times. I used to say GIF all the time. Yeah, because you corrected me. And you're like, yo, it's GIF. And I'm like, I know. no, I definitely GIF. would have never corrected you on that. I don't correct Someone people. corrected me because then I was just like, no, it's shit. It's GIF. But now because – Because I, now that I was diagnosed and I can't have peanuts, I don't say GIF. Yeah, it brings back really bad memories. Brings back bad memories when my the roof of my mouth used to get stuck to my tongue because I can't eat peanut butter. Okay, uh, relax, bro, because that doesn't <laughs> sound like what it sounds like on here. <laughs> um, yeah, so that reverse her corona spot is just dangerous. Especially just, if you're having Charlotte Flair trying to pull it off. A bunch of the match, man. Just a bunch to me. Just I don't understand. Like, who, who, who is she? Like, it... She sounds like mankind. That's agreeable, correct? Agreed. I don't understand. Like, what has there ever been another diva that's in the ring yelling, ah, ah, ah? 
I really mean, just hate how she does the like spear and then pops up like Edge. Yeah, yeah, that's dumb. I it's such a peeve of mine. I hate how she like tries to resemble Edge with that. Yeah. But all right, Charlotte, uh, the victory. Up next for the WWE Championship, we saw Seth Rollins, champion, defeat Demon Kane. And since Demon Kane lost, Corporate Kane is now relieved of his duties of director of operations. I wonder if WWE Shop is going to still sell that that uh, the, the director of operations mug. They oh probably maybe it'll go on sale. Are That's you what order I'm it? assuming it'll be going on sale. I don't use mugs enough to want a marky mug like that. Marky mug, yeah. I mean, if if I. I don't know. I'm happy that the Corporate Kane uh, character is gone, though. I don't know if I'm quite happy with that, but... Like, I, like, I like Kane as Kane. I'm, I like I'm relieved that at least something's coming of it. Like, I'm, I'm happy that... Like, it's like a triple, play, a triple play. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Like, you get something out of everything. Yeah, I I hear you, but I'm I'm still more of a fan of Demon Kane. I I never was a fan of this COO or whatever he was going with. DOO, bro, Director of Operations. Yeah, the DOO. So I thought he was really good in that in that role. Like I thought, I thought it was fun, but then there was other times where I'm just like, ah, I I don't care. Yeah, well, but I, regardless, that's now three prowrestlingtees.com slash marking out or three and a half. Um, I thought the match was, was good. I thought this match was really good. It, it had its ups and downs, but overall it was good. I mean, nothing too crazy in my mind. Yeah, no. But uh, Rollins is still champion. That's the most important thing to take away from this. Yeah. Uh, another important thing to take away is Kevin Owens is still your intercontinental champion, successfully defeating Ryback. For me, um, this match was bleh. Yeah. Want to just move on to the main event? <laughs> sure. I mean, no disrespect to Ryback or Kevin Owens. It's just, just nothing. Yeah. Like, it did not really affect me. No. At Agreed. all. So, but the main event, we saw that last Hell in a Cell match uh, billed as one last time. Uh, Brock Lesnar picked up the victory against Undertaker. Uh, the match was damn good. Yeah. I, I liked this match Obviously better than WrestleMania 30 because I thought that match was awful. Um, did I like it better than SummerSlam though? I don't know. I, maybe that maybe those two matches are tied for me. But yeah. well, actually, you know what? SummerSlam, I did not like that ending. I thought that was the I, dumbest ending. I still think that's one of the dumbest endings we've ever seen in in wrestling history. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I kind of think that they should have ended this entire Lesnar Undertaker feud uh, a long time ago. So I'm just happy. I don't care about the finish. I don't care about anything else. With them. I thought that from what I saw this match, I wasn't too impressed. Once again, yeah, I don't know. I thought it, like, I did like it though. I really did like this. I there was a lot of moments where I was just like, really, that's what we're we're going with that. I mean, they had so many moments where I was just where to me it was just eh. Like this would have been a match that I would go into the kitchen to. Uh, I'm, going in, I'm going into the kitchen to make them flapjacks and flapjacks. Yeah, pancakes. You never eat flapjacks. No. Yeah. You never. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but uh, as far as 
everything with this match. Uh, apparently, there was heavy rumors that Undertaker and Brock Lesnar both uh, used a razor to their face and cut themselves open. Yeah, but then on the other hand, Lesnar had to receive a ton of stitches or staples to the head. So I doubt that they that he they razor blade that they bladed. I just don't understand how it happens in every single match. I mean, I don't know. Maybe if you punch hard, you punch hard enough. Try. But no. <laughs> no. Uh, I guess the the more important aftermath is the is the fact that. Undertaker celebrating everyone. Undertaker, thank you, Taker, blah, blah, blah. Bray Wyatt, boom, let's go out. Bray Wyatt comes out. Wyatt family appears. Uh, basically get the better of Undertaker and then abduct him. Kind of uh, yeah. kind of similar to uh, the ministry, which dude, I popped for that. That I, I, was, I did too. And a lot of people were expect, like chanting for Kane, chanting for Sting. Just I hoping thought, someone come out to help Undertaker. Nobody helped him. Uh, yeah, exactly. I thought for sure, because what we've seen every for the most part on like the, the house shows, I should say, that Brock was a part of, does his does what he does, beats him up, leaves, comes back, come comes comes back and does more damage. Here, I thought we were going to see him. He defeated Undertaker. Undertaker's in the ring celebrating. Boom! Bray Wyatt, the Wyatt family, attack him. I thought we were going to see Lesnar come out and actually help Undertaker. Yeah, because, I, I kinda, because I they were billing this because they were billing this as one last time. Yeah, what's better than to have Brock Lesnar help? Which we, we still could see at Survivor Series or something. Yeah. Which, which will mean, be celebrating the, the 25th anniversary of Undertaker. It seems like we're going to have Wyatt family versus uh, uh, Undertaker, Kane, and then there's two mystery spots. So I really, kind of, I also, I thought with if, if for the split second I wasn't thinking of Lesnar, I was thinking Sting would come out, but that's, hey, that's who, far-fetched. Who knows? I mean, far-fetched, but, you know, that would make an amazing start, uh, Survivor Series match. Oh, my God. Are you watching the World Series? Yeah. So, you saw that ball roll? Yeah. And you saw the ball boy give it, go to give it to the little kid, and the kid puts up his glove? Yeah. Did you see the fat guy next to him that ripped the ball out from his hand? No, I did not. <laughs> I did not. Unbelievable. That, that happened to me at a game kind of once. I was uh, at the Yankees game, mm-hmm. and... The, the guy tossed my brother a ball, and the guy behind us started flipping out. Hey, he was throwing it to me. Throw one for, he was throwing one for the older fans. And the guy, was like, <laughs> the guy was like 40 years old or something. Yeah. Like, relax. Like, he's, he's a it's kid. A, it's a baseball. I mean, I wouldn't Calm say down. he's a kid, but hey, man, I got that signed by Tanyan Sturts. I don't know if you know who that is. Because no. I certainly don't know. <laughs> I just know I was sitting next to him at a Yankees game, and he's yeah. a former New York Yankee. But I always figure if I ever get a ball at a game, I'm giving it to whatever fans closer to me. Y'all yeah, either. see, I can't do that. But you see, that that's what that little kid did. He he had a ball that I guess that he brought from home, and then they threw him a ball, and then he goes turns around to give the hot chicks the ball. Oh yeah, I saw that. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, so that was WWE Hell in a Cell and part, yeah, so of, part of the World Series. Yeah, so let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro, which happened to just kick off this week 
with uh, the authority out in the ring, cutting their little promo. Uh, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, basically, they spoke about the pay-per-view itself. And then Seth Rollins came out. And basically, they're, oh, Seth Rollins, you're the greatest. We, we solidified your legacy, blah, blah, blah. I really hate how they're so uh, back and forth with the way that they treat and speak to Seth Rollins. But, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's praising him and other times it's like, but sometimes it's like, we don't care. But it's like, it's, it's as if they're testing him almost. Like, we need to, we, yes, we're, we're helping you, but we also need you to find your way. So we're going to kind of like, no, we're going to throw you shade today. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if they play it off as that, like I need my reasoning, you know what I mean? Like, that, they, that's, there's reasoning for you. Stick yeah. that in if, your head and they, it. If they, if they bring it up being like at the end and they're like, Hey, no, you know, understand that we're doing this because of this. I'll be like, Oh, okay. Right. But so. Triple H announced that, for the uh, number one contendership of the WWE Championship, they will be having a tournament. Or not really a tournament, but... I want a chocolate chip cookie. Why? What's that? You said chip a lot. Yeah, well, I said... I did not say chip. I said chip. Yeah, all I heard was chip. <laughs> I said ship both it times. Like championship. Yeah, so uh, they, they had like a number one contenders... Not tournament, but I don't know what you would call it. Um, Roman Reigns came out during this to speak about how he's going to be the next champion. Yeah, and it was featuring all the winners from the night before. Except for Charlotte, who got screwed. Give Divas a chance. Divas Revolution. Don't even put Charlotte in her match against Brock Lesnar. Could have easily had Charlotte versus Lesnar or Charlotte versus Neville. It should have just been Charlotte versus Lesnar. That would have been the match of the century. Actually, no. Neville already faced Bro, that. imagine okay. Flair versus Lesnar on Monday Night Raw. Dude, it, could you book a better match? That'll put the butts in the seats. Yeah, Melcher would give that a five star. <laughs> yeah, Young Bucks would super kick that seven times. Oh yeah, Bret Hart would give that a four and a half out of ten. Daniel Bryan would say yes. <laughs> Amanda would throw that one under the bus. Cameron's new favorite match would be Blake Lesnar. <laughs> Uh, you got nothing. <laughs> I won. <laughs> Dude, when you said what you said last, I was like, what am I going to say next? And I was like, yes, Cameron. Uh, <laughs> you went with Cameron. Yeah, but come on. That's a good one. Her new favorite match will be Flair versus Lesnar. It is. But uh, moving on from that, Roman Reigns was out there. Oh, I'm just going to say that with how Roman Reigns came out to confront uh, Seth Rollins, I really didn't like because then it kind of puts that in your mind that uh, it's going to be Rollins versus look, look, Reigns. Look, look. If anyone, come on. Come I know, on. I know. Out of everyone, most likely it's going to be Reigns. But even still, I don't like the preemptive uh, trying to get it in there. Yeah, well, Roman Reigns was out there first for his match. Took on Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston. Tag team champion. Yeah. Kofi Kingston. Like I said, come on. If anyone, like if no, come on. How could you not have seen Roman Reigns winning this? I uh, know. That that uh, sit-down powerbomb was pretty sick, though. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it always is. But as far as this match, I do like that it wasn't one-sided. Yeah, no. Kofi got because, his stuff in yeah, there. It could have 100% been like Reigns, 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 Reigns. But nah. There was like there was Reigns and Kofi spots oh, everywhere. Yeah. I'm, I'm very happy with it, especially because of... Uh, 
With Kofi being one of the champions. Yeah, like it's a match that Kofi, yes, he could have won. Jeez, the Mets, I think that they just bypassed Chris Weidman sitting next to Kevin James. Who cares, man? They show Chris Rock and Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, but they could have at least mentioned Chris Weidman in that picture with Kevin James. Who'd he ever beat? Shh, who hasn't he beaten? You know, I've been in that suite before. Oh, yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, right? that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get on to the next uh, promo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Miz was backstage playing WW2K16. Uh, and then later on, I just wanted... The only reason why I really wanted to mention this was because it, Stone Cold showed up. And Stone Cold and Miz were doing the whole what gimmick together. Uh, it was probably filmed last week when, when Stone Cold was actually at Raw. Yeah, probably. But yeah, it's, I mean, if that's what you want to promote... If that's how you want to promote your video game... Then yes, I'm fine with that. I thought when, when uh, at the pay per view, John Cena's open challenge. I really thought they're in California. It should have been Schwarzenegger to introduce whoever the opponent was, because he's such a big feature of the game. Also, it's Stone Cold and yeah. Terminator. Yeah. But I guess you can't do that when you're putting Zeb Coulter with uh, Del Rio. But whatever. Yeah. It was cool to see Stone Cold on Raw. Up next, we had Kevin Owens taking on Cesaro and picking up the victory there. I was a big fan of this match. To me, yes, I was. But it's just like the Kofi match. Like, as much as I'd love for Cesaro to win. I know. This match, I... Yeah, this match, it's unfortunate that it was going to be Cesaro or Evans. Evans. Owens. (laughs) As opposed to Cesaro and... And I was about to do it again. And Owens in the main event. Yeah. But still, yeah. it was a good. It was a good match. Cesaro is still. Uh, just... Whenever Cesaro wrestles, he's almost always going to be putting on that best match of the night. There's no way Cesaro won't be WWE champion at some point. I def and I definitely think that Vince McMahon and the WWE creative and the uh, powers that be uh, do recognize this. They have to open their eyes. I, I think that they're open. And I think that they know what Cesaro is capable of. I mean, the commentary. What? Sh- <laughs> <there we go. laughs> it's funny. That's funny. <laughs> the commentary, uh, the commentators, they always praise him so heavily, and so obviously it's them. And there's people feeding him, feeding them like, all right, go ahead, say this and this and this. So I think that they know what they got with Cesaro. Well, hopefully they do, and hopefully they know what they have. With uh, Charlotte, because up next we saw a backstage segment where PCB were backstage all talking together. Paige was bragging about being on Conan, and Charlotte was like, Paige, like, come on. If if it was you that attacked Natty, there's going to be consequences. And uh, Paige like, no, I love Natty. I would never do that to Natty. Yeah. And then uh, Paige was like, yo, can I be with you guys for this match? And they're like, I mean, we need a third. And Becky was mad, hesitant, and everything for that. For of her. course, because why would she say anything else? It was awful acting by Charlotte and Becky Lynch. Yeah, Becky has to turn on Charlotte. Which that led into Team Bella defeating Team PCB. And afterwards, Paige attacked Charlotte and attacked Becky as well. Which was awesome. But kind of wasn't. 
For a, for a quick second, though, I really I thought Becky was also going to join. Okay, her. yeah, I, I thought, thought she was going to join Paige cool and, it, and, yeah. and attack Charlotte as well. That obviously would have been too good to be true. That would have been cool. And I think this was like one of the least meaningful turns because it's always been like will they, won't they type of thing. It it hasn't even like it hasn't even been a. I mean, we've never sense had a sense that Paige was back with them was friends with them that maybe right. maybe not may, like it was never there was never a question and it was always like yeah no Paige doesn't like them but for me like something that where Paige attacks Becky and Charlotte that's something you do when you write somebody off television or some, when somebody goes back down to NXT I'm and gonna be honest unfortunately they, unfortunately Charlotte is still champion yes but hopefully they can write off Becky it sucks, man. That's awful. It's terrible that she's not. She's. I. She, I called it though. I said it when they all debuted. They. I think they really failed with the Divas Revolution when they called up three of the the WWE NXT wrestlers at the same time. They shouldn't. I think that that was awful planning and booking. They shouldn't have brought up Charlotte, Sasha Banks, and. Um, Becky Lynch. The only one that was clearly ready, the only one that was clearly ready to be on television, on pay-per-views, killing in matches, Sasha Banks. Where is she? I mean, Becky Becky Lynch can be made uh, an argument as to being called up. But if you're not giving her the title and you're not giving her any... You're not uh, giving her any any oomph. Yeah, you're not giving her... What's the point? Yeah, there's nothing with her. I mean, even on WWE NXT, who are you really cleaning, uh, clearing the path for? I mean, you're not really pulling the trigger on anybody. You have Asuka with Emma. Yeah, and, and, and Asuka wasn't even there really at the time. Exactly. Like, you're really not pulling the trigger on anyone too much. You could easily still have Becky Lynch down there. There's and nobody – there's no woman in NXT currently that will be like, oh, I can see her. Like, that makes co- complete sense as to why they – Got rid of Charlotte, Becky. And yeah, that's the thing. Like I, I mean, you could still eat. I think Becky Lynch needs to go back down to WWE NXT just to save Grace. Like even even if if Alexa Bliss is next oh. as far as champion wise or whatever you like, whatever she's in this the current storyline or whatever. Yeah, that's still she's with like two dudes. That's not like something that oh, there's. That's a reason why we took these three. Yeah, I I really don't get it. Um, I mean, I understand you have a lot of divas down there now, uh, women rest, uh, pro wrestlers, women wrestling, whatever you want to say. Um, and I'm just I they have to put Becky Lynch back down there. Yeah. All right, so let's move on. Next, uh, next up, we you saw had- Alberto Del Rio taking on the uh, foreigner. I guess you would say for this. <laughs> that being Neville. Uh, oh, let's not forget about the t- title change, the name change. Yes, the, the um, I think that was was that announced on SmackDown. I think. I thought that was on Raw. No, I think that was SmackDown. You sure? I'm almost certain they announced that on SmackDown. The Mex American. I thought they did that on Raw. All right, keep on going. Yeah, that's right there in my SmackDown notes. Oh, all right. Um, is it? Yeah, that's in my SmackDown. Uh, well, but this match, dude. Yeah, okay, whatever you want to mention it now. Fine. Uh, Del Rio uh, changed the name of the cha- U.S. Championship 
to the Mex American or America? Mex American Championship. Mex American Championship. How do you feel about this? I mean, I would love to see a mashup of the of the title because if they're doing it with the flag, why oh, not? Yeah. Like, come on, why not I go full see force? Them doing that. You said I you mean, could see them. I yeah, I could see them doing that. That would make sense. Yeah. So that'd right. be cool. But uh, this match, Del Rio and Neville, was perfect. I really thought this match was perfect. Yeah, I thought it was a very nice match. They were all, and we got that good old Del Rio uh, through the rope spot. But he landed love... on his feet this time. So you don't like that? No, I am very, very happy that he landed on his feet because usually he does it in every match. This is his Uso splat, uh, flying to the outside. This spot he does in every single match. And in every single match, Del Rio misses. Oh, you, you never noticed? I don't. I don't know what move you're talking about. I will have to like where, go back and look. Where he dives through the ropes and lands on his butt on the outside of the ring. You, dude, he does this, and you're gonna notice this now. He does it in every single match, and he misses in every single match just to get that one spot. This time, usually he lands right on his butt. This time he landed on his feet, which I'm so happy because I feel with him landing on the outside of the ring on his butt, he's going to really – I think he's going to break his coccyx at some point doing that move. So landing on the feet, I'm definitely a lot better with. I mean, it's one of the spots. Bro, the Mets are killing it right now. I don't want to jinx that. Yeah, let me knock on some. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, as this match, dude, like I would love to see a serious feud between them for that U.S. championship. And yeah. it's funny because I, I watched, I stopped watching Raw after that PCB segment backstage because uh -huh. my friend was like, hey, you want to go get 2K16 at midnight? I'm like, whatever, I guess. If you're going to go, I'll go. Yeah, and so, I, don't, I don't have the outlet to watch this live, so there goes uh, the Twitter account. Yeah, well, so and next week too. So I apologize beforehand. I'll be going. Yeah. I'm going to see Don, uh, Don Henley. That's cool. Yeah. So, but uh, I, I must have watched this match around one o'clock a.m. And I was, I was literally, I was on my feet for this whole match. I was so excited watching this. It's like I can't even. I I don't know. It's you know what. It's not like a match of the I'm year. Gonna jump, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. Well, a lot of bit, but that main, the main event for Raw, I was on my feet the entire time. So yeah, well, I thought that was amazing. It's not like it was a match of the year candidate, but it was certainly a picture perfect match. Yeah. Up next, we saw Bad News Barrett, Sheamus, and Rusev defeat Ryback and the Dudley Boys. Mm -hmm. uh, I really thought the Dudley boys were going to win this, and I feel like I'm saying this over and over again, but I really did think they were going to win. But so I'm was, very happy that they lost this, actually. Me too. I am too. I'm, and it was nice to see that Bad News Barrett picked up the pin, and like how he even picked it up. Was yeah, like I, I liked it. It was like they were, the Dudley boys, they were calling for the tables, that table spot, get the tables, clearing out the ring, Devon and Ryback, go get the tables, and then uh, King Barrett. Schoolboy for the win. Yeah. And then the, their celebration after was pretty funny too. Barrett doing a tumble on the ramp. I don't recall that. Yeah. Barrett does a little somersault uh, into a, a high five or a hug or something. 
I uh, I liked the three person was up. Yeah. yeah, they did. I liked. I really did like the meat hook slash clothesline spot that the three of them hit when they were all chanting "Feed me more." Uh huh. It was cool. Uh, up next, though, we saw Bray Wyatt in the ring cutting a promo on Undertaker, and uh, Kane came out. Where uh, I, you never really know what to expect here. Uh, get the ring gets surrounded by the Wyatt family. Kane tries to fight them off. Uh, was fighting them off, but eventually got beaten down. And yeah, the crowd's chanting Undertaker. Yeah, dude got abducted just like Undertaker at Hell in a Cell. Which kind of like, that's like, it. that's going inside my emotions. Like, oh my God, like, that gets me to care about Bray Wyatt. That gets me to care about Kane. That gets me to care about Undertaker. I, I agree. It's something like this, uh, storyline-wise, that I am intrigued with. Because now I'm wondering... Who, who else are they going to ab, uh, abduct? It, it's clear Hopefully, as day. There, I, if there's four of them. There's two yeah. of them. Survivor Series is around the corner. Who, and now, I mean... Oh, my God. Shades of Goldberg. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my God! <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Next up, you had Dolph Ziggler pick up a victory over a tag team. One half of the tag team champions, Big E. Or one third of the tag team champions. Yes, one third. It's, it's weird seeing them wrestle, I guess, because I kind of, I probably, I guess, because I associate them with each other since they used to, like, when they when I see them in the ring together, I associate them, like, oh, they used to be, like, manager and, or bodyguard and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, I know, I was thinking that, about that during the match, too. But uh, Tyler Breeze and Summer Rae came out before the match, and they had their own little VIP sectioned off. With rope, red velvet rope, where they sat. I'm a, I'm a fan of that. Yeah, I like that. Um, thought it was funny that Biggie Langston took a drink from the VIP section during the match. <laughs> and um, I don't, I really, I don't know if I ever thought I'd say that or this, but um, this match was 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 pretty good. Was wow, pretty, you hear that? Big good. E, yeah. Does Biggie still listen to the show? <laughs> yeah, right. Do, do you guys still communicate here and there? Well, let me tell you something, Brandon. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was a good match, and I, dude, Big E is entertaining as heck. I mean, I know that in the past we really uh, bashed the fact that Big he, he E got was on going, my nerves, though. He's but, still but, kind the of, thing, but the thing that we were, ba- oh no way, oh. It, it, it's evolved. So, all right, we gotta run. Um, it's not, it's not we. You're not on the team, so yeah. My apologies. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but no, how we used to say, like, with his reactions towards Paige and uh, Caitlyn, with how he would, right, like, yeah, we were, yeah. We were looking at him See, as, then like, that is, at the time, he was, like, the tough guy. Yeah, that did he not was, fit. like, the bodyguard. Right. But now, with his, like, and he started, he was, like, it was like that character back then was torn between who he probably is in real life and who he's trying to be. And right now, who he is on television is a lot more as to who he is in real life. Yeah, like I see him on television. I'm like, huh, of course he could date Natty's sister. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm good with it now. Yeah, yes. But I'm just, out of the whole match itself, I'm just surprised that Tyler Breeze didn't really not have anything to do with Dolph Ziggler winning or losing. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Up next, we saw a Susan G. Komen in-ring segment where uh, Titus O'Neil led... Let everything. The whole I, I guess the roster was out there for it. I thought that was 
an awesome spot to put Titus O'Neil in. Yeah, he's he's Steph, and with Stephanie McMahon in the ring too. Well, Triple H was there as well. Yeah, Triple H. Yeah, but he he did a really good job at that. He he's very. How many times have we said it on the show? He's so well spoken. I, I still think he's one of the best uh, people on the mic that the WWE has at the current time. Well, he gets the Father of the Year award. He's getting yeah. awards everywhere. I so. still, I, I know you disagree with me, but I still see a lot of talent in him. I don't disagree with you. I just think Darren Young, I've changed. I completely changed. Like, I used to like the primetime players. Yeah. But, like, then I just watch more and more and... Darren Young doesn't bring much to the table, and Titus O'Neil move set wise here and there. Yes, he does bring stuff to the table, but it's still like I need to see more. That's the thing. I'm 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 sold on Titus O'Neil. I and I always have been. I just want to see him. I I like him in spots like this because because of how well spoken he is. Yeah, it's He's more it's this. more of an ambassadorship. Version yeah, of. I mean, we saw we started seeing this back when he was with Michael Strahan and everything too. This is like that's the kind of role that yeah we want to see him wrestle, but he's also superb in this role. Yeah, he's a great as you just said he's a great ambassador for the WWE. Like Miz, yeah, he's pretty much taking the Miz's spot in all of this. Well, I mean Miz is still out there doing his own yeah. thing, but I just the, the whole breast cancer thing I don't understand why they're omitting men. Like, yeah, I, I get I, that breast cancer affects most women rather than yeah. men. Right. I, I, I saw you tweet that out, and I, I'm surprised you didn't get any – because a lot of people will backlash and stuff and think that it's an attack, but it's reality. There are a lot of men that do have uh, breast cancer, and just because – it's a breast cancer foundation. It shouldn't be strictly – And it's Breast on, Cancer Awareness Month. Yeah, it shouldn't be just strictly focusing on females because a lot of males, a good amount of males do have breast cancer too, and it's kind of like um, – it is just oh, I'm drawing a blank on the word I want to find. Um, yeah, never mind. Sorry. Yeah, but I I just wish that they said something with men. Yeah, but I I agree. It's still it's a good cause. So, but yeah. As far as our main event for the evening, we saw Roman Reigns. No surprise there. Pick up the victory against Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, imagine him cutting off that promo with Rollins and then not even making it to the main event. Yeah. I'm sure um, that would go over real well. <laughs> uh, also, Dolph Ziggler and Kevin Owens. Uh, Seth Rollins was on commentary here. Yeah. I, I think it, it, is, it is smart for Del Rio and Ziggler and Owens to, uh, or Ziggler and, and Reigns to be in this match. And I, and I really didn't think that Kevin Owens needed to be in this. But I understand that he brings, I, he brings the heel aspect to it. That's true. The heel aspect. Like, we I still mean, we don't really know. Like, he was working with Del Rio in the match. But we still don't know where Del Rio lies. Yeah. I kind of hope that... Uh, I think that Cesaro would have been a good fit for this match, too. But then you bring up that heel aspect. Right. Where it's, it's a good mix. Um, oh, I, I love this match a lot. I've, I thought they had a, a ton of fun spots to watch. First of all, the, the cannonball that, that Owens hit while yeah. while Reigns hit the drive-by. Yeah, I... 
I, I, I didn't even see that at first. And then I they really, I didn't even see Reigns coming in until like until the move actually hit. Oh yeah, I no, that's what I'm saying. Rush. Yeah, right. And then I went back, I rewatched it like five times. I was like, damn. It, they had a lot of good spots. I like the spot at the end with the once again with the uh, Kevin Owens Cannonball, where he had Del Rio in one corner and then he had yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Ziggler in the other, and it was just one of those spots where both of them are sitting down in each turnbuckle, uh, and the crowd is erupting because Owens is set up for his move. Yeah, I. I I thought this match was just a lot of fun to watch. That the pop up power bomb into the Superman punch, just yeah, great. It was fun. I mean, there's not that much else to take away from this. Just that it was a, it was overall it was a good RAW. Yeah, surprisingly, and I believe ratings were up. I I haven't seen the ratings or anything. Even though I turned it off, <laughs> I, I haven't seen the ratings, but I do know that it's been on a steady decline. Even with that raw last week with Stone Cold and Lesnar and yeah, Asian no, I think King, it was think, it was still a loss. I think the ratings were up from last week. Yeah, so see, you don't need to bring in these wrestlers from the past. You just have to kind of give people like Owen Ziggler, Del Rio, like the spot a little bit. Yeah, a little bit more. Uh, moving on to SmackDown. You good, bro? Jeez. All right. Freak, man. Talking about Halloween. Uh, Bray Wyatt opened up the show backstage, I guess, kind of in the vignette or whatever you want to call it. Backstage promo. Uh, talking about the Brothers of Destruction. And basically said that he owns their souls. Then uh, issued a challenge, an open challenge to three people who wanted to accept against his yeah, white fa- family. Face your fear challenge? Something like I think, that. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a face your fear challenge. Yeah, to face his family. Yeah. Uh, that led into nothing. <laughs> well. I mean, the main event was set up, kind of. I mean, it led into some of the most memorable promos. Yeah, well, we'll go in order here. Yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns picked up the victory after that against uh, Kevin Owens via countout. Before um, this, before this, Roman Reigns was cutting a promo about becoming WWE champion and how he's been through so much to get where he is now. He listed like Royal Rumble, uh, Fastlane, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and now he's back on track to becoming actual WWE champion. Yeah, Kevin Owens interrupted him and said that he stole everything from him. And that he got lucky, and then they had their match. Yeah, I mean it was a it was a good match. Yeah, I just I'm, I I'm happy Owens walked away from it. Like I'm 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 very happy when Owens just walks away from the match. But it's the same way with Rusev. When Rusev was walking away from a match, I was okay with it. I'm okay. I'm still okay with that ending for I, such a heel. I just don't like how it. To me, it seemed that Kevin Owens was controlling most of this match. Uh-huh. And I don't like that because you have Roman Reigns who is now like the next guy, yeah, so to speak, right now. So like Reigns is number one contender. Why is the match being controlled by somebody? Oh. Like yeah, he's Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, but like I don't. To me, that I, it should be like an even match there. Yeah, I agree. But it was a good match. Mm-hmm. Up next was uh, we saw. Renee Young interviewing Dean Ambrose. You're like, hey, you're going to accept Bray Wyatt's challenge? He goes, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to accept accept the uh, the Bray Wyatt's challenge. Uh, if I have to go out there myself, I have to go out there myself. And uh, he walks away, and a person dressed as a ghost in a sheet 
comes out, goes boo. Renee Young dressed <laughs> as Tinkerbell or something, no sells it. And uh, he takes off his 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 mask and or his whatever you want to call it, sheet. His sheet, yeah. He lifts up his sheet. I'm a ghost. Believe. <laughs> I so, so it's Bo Dallas dressed as a ghost trying to scare her. No, no, no. It was Boo, Boo Dallas. Dallas. Yes, Boo, Boo Dallas, Dallas dressed as a ghost trying to scare her. <laughs> and uh, he appeared throughout the night doing this this whole same thing. But uh, it actually ended when Bo, Bo Dallas popped out of, what do you call that? Like a, a bin? What uh, the, tra- the traveling uh, case, I guess. He tra- it was like a bin, though, like that you would put like, like jerseys, dirty jerseys and stuff in, I think. Oh, I, I don't know. I thought it was probably one of the cases that they probably put like electrical cords and stuff like that in. Yeah, no, I think it was like a hamper. Yeah. Type of thing. But he pops out of it as Mark Henry's talking on the phone, <laughs> causing Mark Henry to drop his cell phone. Made me drop my damn phone. And then Mark Mark Henry punched him in, in the face, and that was that. But I thought was, that was funny. I that was hilarious. I thought I thought it was just so. Bo Dallas is just too damn funny. I thought he was originally going to start cutting a promo, being like, "Oh, I'm with the Wyatts" or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> I, "What's happening? Like, I don't want to hear this." And then it was that. So yeah, hey, I'm I'm a okay with what they did with him. Uh, up next, we saw Lucha Dragons defeat the Dudley Boys, Sheamus and King Barrett, Bad News Barrett, and the Ascension. Wow! To become weird. me saying King Barrett. Yeah, you actually stalled on that too. Because I thought about it, whether or not <laughs> I wanted to say it, and I really didn't want to say it, so I said Bad News Barrett afterwards. Yeah. But uh, they they become the new number one contenders during this match. Oh, I didn't realize this was for the number one contender. Yeah, New Day cut a promo beforehand. Um, With unicorns? Yeah, putting your horns up, whatever. But he said that it's funny because they, they were New Day's promo was they were like, Oh, all these people no nobody got nobody cares about Halloween. You guys don't believe in it or whatever, which is funny because seven of the people could probably pass for people on Halloween. Yeah, right. I, I love how they were like saying shame over it. it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Game of Thrones, they did that too, so I think they may have taken that from there. Yeah, I don't know what Game of Thrones is, but yeah, you know. I mean, what I know is. what it is. Yeah, but don't, I don't say you don't know what. I don't it know is. what it is. Like you I never don't watched it. Like I know what Star Wars is, but I don't know yeah. what Star Wars is. Like, is it War on Stars? I don't know. Um, I'm torn between whether or not I liked the faces working together against the heels because I feel like if this if this was a number one contenders match why am I as Kalisto and Sin Cara going to work with the Dudley boys just to get them over I don't well I'm completely fine with it as long as they're I mean I can see the faces working together but as long as like the heels work if the heels work together then they have that one moment where Hey, ho! You're you're not picking up that pin. We are. Which they, like, I mean, they did. Yeah, I'm fine with the heels having that moment. I mean, but like the I, faces, I'm good with not having that. I moment. did, I did enjoy it though because you got the double was up spot out yeah. of Kalisto and Sin Cara there. So that was yeah, okay, that's cool. But I'm 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 completely good with it. I thought phenomenal Kalisto hitting the Salida del Sol into the ring. Yeah, from outside on the on the apron, that was awesome to pick up. How much Kalisto there. can't do? Yeah, dude, it's yeah, it's awesome. I can't. We can't say it enough. We we say it so often. So uh, next up, you had a trick or treat street fight, or Dolph- as or as you want to call it, a, or as someone else would say, it was a trick or street fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. as Ziggler would say. Dolph Ziggler taking on the Miz. Ziggler picking up the victory. 
All right, so let's first start talking about the match itself. This was, first of all, was clearly one of those, hey, we don't really have anything for Ziggler. We don't okay, well, have anything. Talk about it right now. We don't have anything for Miz. Miz hasn't wrestled in a while. Let's just do this. It's Halloween. Let's have a Halloween episode. I hate that Ziggler's always in this. I I swear to God, I don't understand. Just try to do Arnold Schwarzenegger. I did not try to do Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I just said that though. Like I just don't get it. Like this is the same thing with Thanksgiving and last thing. It's funny. It really is funny. Like yeah. Ziggler's always in these street fights, and it's just like okay, but like you know, probably, he could actually. It's probably because he pulls it off. He kills it in these matches. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did like their spots, their usage of everything. Dude, come on! I like this all, super kick with the pumpkin head. Yeah, that was awesome. And the the fact that Ziggler gets the uh, kendo stick, the candy corn kendo stick, huh. and uh, and Miz pulls out a lightsaber. Yeah, and that was a nice little stare down. First of all, well, second of all, I should say, Rich Brennan. Did you hear what he said during that? Uh, refresh. Is that a wiffle ball bat? Oh yeah, bro! It's a it's a kendo stick. Like, come on. Yeah. They they had the typical bobbing for an apple spot. They had the the pumpkin on the head, which you said. Yeah, and I like that he actually made contact, like in the yeah. Pump, I like that the pumpkin pump actually, spot. yeah, kind of like it didn't shatter, but like. No, I mean they had a lot of those pumpkins cut out too. I oh, I'm just gonna go back with the new day on. I loved how when they were at the. When they were fighting at the entrance ramp, uh, Kofi Kingside start I think started yelling like leave, leave the pumpkins alone or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, we didn't even mention about their their accents, their impressions, and everything. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Kofi was saying how oh it's Halloween, maybe you could be you have you have my hair and everything. Maybe you could be the Kofi Kingston. Let's hear your Jamaican accent. Yeah. And Booker T said whatever he said, and Kofi's like, or maybe you could just be Booker T. Yeah. All right. So back to uh, this match. Um, yeah, Miz injured Dolph Ziggler's leg during the match, and then uh, afterwards, basically, Tyler Breeze and Summer Rae came out. Ziggler tried to fight Breeze off, but Breeze got the better of him. Yeah, referees had to step in there and break it off, uh, but Breeze wouldn't let up. But it's, it's funny. I I wonder at like what point they realized that the selfie stick was still on. Um, Which you they, probably didn't notice that. I don't know. No, I, I did. They noticed while, like, while, while, while everything's seconds. just focused on whatever's like Summer Rae's legs and just her legs. I, I don't know if it was her legs. No, or it was. It was hair. definitely her legs. That was her legs because it was the, her legs. Because it was her legs and then the skirt top. Oh, I, I had I, to watch it a few times. I was like, "What is that?" And yeah, then I, actually, I was actually, like, I, I only watched it once, but I noticed it on the first one because I'm. I'm Sometimes when stuff like that happens, because I really like his entrance, so I'm like curious as to what the the little selfie stick is showing. Yeah, I was like, what is that? What's on the selfie stick right now? Yeah, it, it was actually it was up for only like two two seconds or three seconds of the beatdown, and then they took it off. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So next up, you had oh Ziggler picked up the victory. Paige picks up a victory over Natalia. This is just uh, dumb. You know what? They saw the things to me that that don't connect with people. I I agree. Uh, Natalia, you try. Am I wrong? Did they not try to build her up the past? They really uh, did though. Three weeks ago, then they, they really didn't do anything. They but they they brought her name up to try to kind of bring something out in her, and then they just kind of like, yeah, you know what? It's Natalia. You you're not you're not going to be Sasha Banks. Let's yeah. 
before Col- beforehand Col- beforehand Team Bad came out made fun of Natty. No, it was during. Oh, was it during? Yeah, during during the match. That's that's what caused the distraction. Oh, right. Yeah, that led to the yeah, end of the victory. match. Yeah, right. Yeah, Sasha yeah, the, Banks. The two minute match. Sasha Banks, awesome on the mic. Yeah, I thought that that was good. She was really good on the mic with Natalia talking about who beat you up and stuff. Maybe maybe it was Team Bad beating her up. That's what I it mean, seemed like. Yeah, they didn't admit to anything, but maybe this entire time it wasn't Paige that beat up N- Natalia, and it was Team Bad. Yeah, and afterwards it looked like Natalia was going to kind of try and fight Team Bad off, but uh, she couldn't. Yeah, I um, like that Paige didn't help her either. Yeah, yeah, and Naomi and, hit uh, that that two two legged eat defeat. I guess you would call. It. I don't know what you would say. Uh, yeah, everyone hit hit their moves. Um, yeah, but I, I was a fan of that with Team Bad. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Alberto Del Rio was out next and defeated R-Truth. Uh, that's when Zeb Coulter cut the promo and announced the Mex-Americans, whatever you want to say, the yeah, championship. The championship. And, yeah, yeah um, the match was was really short. Yeah, I'm going to... There's really nothing... There's really nothing to like if you yeah. if, if you blinked you missed this match. Nothing yeah, of this our, match. It's a kind of odd pairing for me. No. Okay, no. You're yeah, such a no. mark, dude. <laughs> Sorry. You're like every every I know, every ball yeah, that goes every, far out. Like the typical fan, every fly ball. Like I could see it so, dropping down. You're like, oh my god, it's going, it's going. Yeah, it's it's no, so it's tough, Ron. Like once I see the ball hit, it's and it cuts out of the screen. I'm like, wait, maybe? Uh, uh, yeah, so after Del Rio picked up the victory, we had the main event, the Wyatt family picking up that victory against Cesaro, Dean Ambrose, and Ryback. Yeah. Um, the Wyatts didn't really come off as people who could have ducked Undertaker and Kane during this match to me. I thought it was good. I was fine with it. And I do think I don't, that... But I, just I thought don't, that they... I thought at the end, I thought that they did come off as someone that could take away the Undertaker because yeah, with the Undertaker, it's, the match. Three, it's the three of them to get working together during the match. They're singled out. Yeah, I don't know. With Undertaker, they, it was all three of them at the same time. During this match, it's one at a time. I was fine with it completely. I guess I, the end of the match, I liked more. I thought this match was was fun. Where um, Cesaro went to go hit the swing on. Luke Harper, but Braun Strowman, who was behind the commentary table. Oh yeah, because because Ryback, like I guess, shoved yeah, right. him, shoved him right. over there, or whatever. Uh, Ryback him. like tackled him over the commentators' table. Yeah, so Strowman out of nowhere rips up the entire commentating table, and just that that was mind blowing. That was he cool. just like pushed it over with ease. Yeah, yeah. I, I that's I think that even if you didn't think that Undertaker these guys could get abducted by the Undertaker, well, that's what I, I said. That's the end. Like, the end was cool. Yeah, the I think I that no matter what you thought at the end, it definitely gave you that opinion where you could like, oh, okay, now I see why. And Braun Strowman doing that distracted the referee enough for Bray Wyatt to slap Cesaro. Yeah, which I guess to me that was hardly a contributing factor to the loss but I mean I I think it it's not much but it still causes him a, to a, to stun him Yeah right enough to stun him for Harper to hit his uh what he hit his lariat Yeah but I would, I would say clothesline but 
Yeah, it was a good good SmackDown though. Good Raw, good SmackDown. Yeah. Um, do you, you want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. This is the Revolting Blob, and you're listening to Marking Out. Remember to pinch my leg if you're running short of air. Welcome back to Marking Out, episode two forty seven. Hashtag the Halloween episode. Hashtag don't hashtag that. Uh, past, present episodes. I don't know why I said that. But uh, let's kick it off to the second half. Speaking about some WWE 2K16. I mentioned that during Monday Night Raw that I went to the midnight release. Um, there was a lot of people. Not, not a lot. I would say like 30 people lined up at GameStop. for Okay, the, that's, for a, the that's a good amount. Yeah, um... And we were inside for it, and the guy goes, surprisingly, I sold more of 2K16 than I did of Halo 5, I think is out now. Uh-huh. Halo 5 is also doing that midnight release, which is probably why they were doing for 2K16. Okay. And um, I was like, yeah, because what's Halo these days? Like, nobody buys Halo. Dude in front of me, the very first person online, turns around and goes, Psh, yeah, yeah, because nobody buys Halo. Nobody knows what Halo is. He was the only one <laughs> in the store buying Halo. That's funny. I was, I was like, whoops, I guess I offended him. He was the only person in the store buying Halo. I used to love Halo. I could never I could never get it. I could that's, never I, I can't do I can't use the joystick. That's why oh. that's why I hate playing 2K16 because they don't give you that second option mm-hmm. of the using the D-pad to move. That's the thing. Halo would be the only reason that I would get an Xbox. I actually thought about buying an Xbox just to play Halo. Uh, I don't know. We used to always play that in undergrad. Yeah, I couldn't. I could never. I couldn't do it. I couldn't get everything to sync up. So it, it was just a lot of fun for me. But yeah, two K sixteen is out. I uh, spent a long time on it trying to create my guy. You could import faces and stuff now, which gave me hell to do. Which I apparently maybe I'm just doing it wrong. I don't know. How do you think your face came out? My, fa- I mean, my face looks like my face, but like it, at the same time, doesn't look like my face enough for me to be like, oh, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Like, like for some reason, my eyes were coming out underneath my eyes, even though like I moved everything. But I don't know. Yeah. I was blown away by creating entrance. That Why? was awesome. I, just for the fact that you could put... I don't know if you could do it in last year's game on the current-gen systems, but um, they ha- you could put like more than one pyro at the same exact time. What do you mean? Like if I wanted pyro falling from the ceiling and okay. pyro going off on the ramp or something, I could uh-huh. do that. Oh, you couldn't in, do that in, in the past? The, in the past games, you couldn't do it in the same scene at the same time. Okay, that's cool. You could actually go in there and like stop it and edit and like, put it exactly where you want and everything. Last game you had to, or the past games you actually have to just like, oh, it's going quickly, 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 boom, click X. Did you get it? No, you didn't get it at the right spot. Quickly, 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 X. Now you got it at the right spot. So this you could actually stop. Yeah, take that's the cool. actual pyro, move it to the exact point that you want. Mm-hmm bunch of glitches but that's ex- as expected i think okay so uh, uh yeah i guess the glitching you're never going to be clean of with wwe uh, i mean like a majority of me playing ww2k16 was like i wish my playstation 3 didn't have wasn't full because i i don't i still don't understand the whole superstar threads like 
they say yes, it's better, but at the same time, it's not better because you're you're losing a created wrestling spot there. You can make an alt attire for the person, but you're losing a created slot. Like I understand if you want to take John Cena and put him in his prototype gear, or take Classic Kane and wait, you you him- you would understand that. First of all, screw you, because I, I <laughs> used, to, used to do that. Yeah, I know you did. I like prototype John Cena. Screw you. But uh, I can understand if you want to take classic Kane from like 98 and make him Demon Kane. That's the way you're going to get Demon Kane with long hair as opposed to short hair because you can't modify the hair in the game. But uh, as far as actually like for, for me to make Seth Rollins, if I want to change his gear from black to white, that shouldn't be a created slot. No, that shouldn't. I agree. So, How many slots do you have? You have a hundred created slots now. Okay, so that's not too bad. But I, it, I mean, at the same point, it is when I've used up a hundred in the past. I don't know how you used up, use up a hundred in the past. There's tons of people. I, I feel like there's, I feel like there's not that many people that I would want to download that I could actually, that I would play as. I mean, last year's game, I guess it, it always stretches until like the very end. Like last year, like I mean, last year, this this year's game, 2015, 2K15. I I downloaded, which I really never do or I haven't in a while. Um, I downloaded a Wolverine. I downloaded a Spider Man just to mess around with. Yeah, you really don't st- uh, download any superheroes. No, I never, re- I never do. But like in past games, like past games, I had. Um, I Bruce know. Yes, I've had Bruce Springsteen. I've had Dion. I've had um, Conan. I don't know. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, I had Taylor Swift. I had. I think I had Taylor Swift in two games, and I think Springsteen went in two games also. Look at that, Billy Joel. Oh my goodness, what a what a sweet that is. Are you kidding me? Is Look he, at this. Is he leaving? Probably. He's like, I'm I'm too tired for this. I don't need to see the Mets one. I'm a Yankees fan. I don't care about the Mets. Is he a Yankees fan? I think so. That's funny. But he enjoys the city field, though, and stuff. <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't. Uh, he's never played a concert here. Uh, that's true. Maybe he dislikes it. I mean, he's p- performed here, mm-hmm. but not. he just came out during McCartney's first run. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, what were we even talking about? 2K16. Yeah, so okay, so who is your favorite player to k- play as right now? I guess currently my created guy because I'm taking him through career mode. Well, I have you like that. Career dude, I wish like I wish there was like I I don't want to sit there and play every single match. But, but then you don't you, to create your character then. Like you don't gain XP or anything from if you were to skip a match but whatever, but I don't need to sit there playing Brandon versus Aiden English versus Aiden English versus Aiden English versus Aiden English, and I'm not even in a feud with Aiden English. But you're supposed to, but it's like legit training. No, I'm done with training. I'm on Superstars now, brother. Oh, <laughs> congratulations. Yeah, I'm on Superstars and NXT. I'm an NXT champion, actually. Uh, I think the backstage reporting interviews with Renee Young get repetitive. <laughs> Uh, but I still like the ability to choose what I want to say. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I, Kalisto is really fun to play with. Yeah, who is your favorite uh, non-downloadable character? I, 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 I've only 
played. I've only literally I've only used Kalisto, Heath Slater. I used Ric Flair. I don't know That's why. <laughs> I don't know what I used Ric Flair for though. It was like there was a oh. reason, a specific reason why I used Flair. But what about Finn Balor? Have you played as him yet? No. Kevin I, Owens. I, no. I played a, against them a bunch of times, but it's just like it, the game is so slow for me. Like I want to when I play a video game, I want to play a video game. I don't want to play. I don't want to sit there as if I'm watching a WrestleMania match. So you're just focusing really on your character, your created character, as opposed to checking out all the that the game has to offer with this roster. I mean, I've I unlocked everybody, but mm-hmm. because I use the accelerator. Not because I sat through showcase mode, and I why I, I, I can't, why, why do you what? Buy, buy for accelerator and just not not try to unlock everything yourself? Because I don't need to like I, if I want to if I want to play a game I want to play a game, but I'm holding off but, on using those people until I play showcase. I I don't know. I'd rather just try to unlock everything myself. Yeah, I don't need to do that. I know you can. Pay money and unlock it automatically. I'm not going to pay money to for the the my career accelerator thing <laughs> because that you they, they you got to pay 9.99 in order to get your stats up in in that. Why don't just earn it? I don't understand. Yeah, that, like, for that I'm just going to earn it. It's a video game. You're pay, supposed to earn this stuff. Yeah, no, for that I'm going to earn it. I don't need to pay 9.99 to get stats and stuff, even though it's yeah. really really it's like long. Like I spent like you can't even go to the top rope at first, but I mean I'm fine with that. I just don't get why people spend so much money in trying to get around the um, reasoning for the game. Yeah, what I didn't care for was the fact that I spent five thousand, whatever you want to say, on a manager. That being a manager, I chose Eva Marie as my manager, and I had a match with Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, I was outside of the ring with Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin goes to punch me, hits Eva Marie. I get DQ'd, become a heel, and I can no longer use Eva Marie because she's face. <laughs> like what? I just spent five thousand whatever, and I can't even use her because I, I was just standing there and Baron Corbin punched Eva Marie. I didn't get that. That stinks. That Baron Corbin, such a heel, punching women, just like him. So, all right. So, any other takeaways? Any gimmick matches for these like that stand out? Uh, no, but they brought back like multiplayer matches. Like I think last year in the current gen system, like you couldn't do certain like ladder uh-huh. matches, tag team, or something like that. Yeah, so, there's a bunch brought back, but like. The internet, right. the internet champion's not there. Uh, Championship, I should say. The internet. Have you played as? Have you played as Zack Ryder yet? Oh, speaking of playing as Zack Ryder, and <laughs> in career mode, I'm just I'm I'm now tag team partners with him. All right. That's I didn't even cool. mean for that to happen. They were just like, "Oh, here's Zack Ryder," and I was like, "Okay, here I am, <laughs> tag team partners oh, now." Okay. Yeah. So it's cool. I'm I'm still learning it. I feel so stupid playing this game. Yeah, I, I keep guess, on seeing you post a lot on the on Twitter. Yeah, I can't, I can't figure out anything. I can't figure out tons of stuff on PlayStation 4. I feel so dumb. But 
I'll get used to it. I'll get You're used to it. You're not as young as you used to be. I mean, these young <laughs> kids, you understand how to work these uh, contraptions. Yeah, I'm 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 playing the game. I'm getting used to it. Eventually I'll be like, "Oh, I know how to do this now. I just I just learned how to do more uh grapple holds cuz that changed. I have no idea how to work the submission. Pin sure. I'm pin I'm getting better at, but it's still so difficult to do. Mhm. Mm it's just a bunch of stuff, but I'm looking yeah, the forward. Pin, the the pins and the the reversals looks really cool. I really want to try the reversal setting that they added. I shut that off because I don't need to not be able to reverse a move. <laughs> but that's I part shut, of the game. I shut the chain grapple off because I couldn't I couldn't get the chain grapple. Even in um in my career mode, everything's on. I think so. Like the chain grapple stuff is on, and I can't. I I. I don't know. I don't know how to use that. Yeah. I don't know how to use these things, so I don't need to bother with that stuff. All right. Well, I, and I really hate, I really, really hate how it takes, like, I could do four finishers in a match, kicks out every single time. Yeah. The guy does one thing and, like, the. And that's the, it. And the, I the, know. The, the meter to kick out is so small. Yeah. How I can't do that. I know. So, All right, so that is your WWE 2K16 review uh, for now. I'm sure we'll hear more about your updates and stuff. Have you done anything Stone Cold-wise? No, I clicked okay. into it, saw the video, but that was it. I was like, eh, it's, it's really late, so I need to... Okay, so I'm sure we'll hear updates about your character and then the Stone Cold mode and the showcases and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe I'll start it tonight. Yeah. All right, I hope uh, Mr. Richards at the Renegade 28 is uh, satisfied with your uh, review. It's not a full game review, but... <laughs> but it's, it's a temporary uh, review. Yeah. So. I, know, I know the network was already down. Yeah, a lot of people were complaining about that, but... All right, so talking about the network, WWE Breaking Ground uh, made its debut on After Raw. Pretty much giving you an inside look at some of these WWE NXT wrestlers and at the Performance Center and their uh, battle to the top and to the main roster. Some of the people that were focused was Devin Taylor, uh, Baron Corbin, and Noof, Noof, and then uh, that former football player, the other one. Yeah, Timo. What is his name? Uh, Timos uh, Bella. I don't it's not know. that, but something. We'll just call him Sabby because that's what his name yeah, is. Yeah, Sabby, Sabby. Uh, <laughs> Noof, I'm not a fan of. I it just, it, she's, it, she has nothing drawing about it's her. It's funny to watch the parts with her because it's like, it's like, oh, did you get chosen today? Oh, I, I didn't get chosen today. I'm just, just a 19-year-old girl who I'm just going to go sit in the corner now. Yeah, uh, Devin Taylor, you know, I mean, we know she was fired. It, so, which sucks because she, I really thought she was good as a backstage announcer. I don't know if maybe she wanted more and they yeah, just Yeah, maybe they just it. wanted to put her as the as a wrestler. I mean, she mentioned how she was training too. Well, clearly but, they were saying that she wasn't adding up. She yeah. wasn't improving as much as everyone else was. Yeah, so I'm get I mean, we could only Which I still don't next week, next week uh she's the one that gets fired. Unless it's Sabby, who is he? I've never once heard of him. I I think he's still with the company. Oh. I think he's still with NXT. Uh, and then Baron Corbin. I think that Baron Corbin, a lot of a good portion of it comes off as gimmick. Like with I mean, yeah. I mean, he even, like, oh, yeah, he, he's too tough for football. 
he he has an aggression problem in football. I I think some of it's a good amount of it's gimmick. I don't know. Oh, that was beautiful. It's funny uh, how like when they were showing them driving in the car, his girlfriend sitting in the back, <laughs> and it's like and and Smiley's up front. Yeah, it, it's cool to see some uh, familiar faces like Solomon Crow um, and uh, uh, Sarah Del Rey. It's nice to see Sarah Del Rey out there. Um, yeah, it's an interesting show, interesting concept. I like it. I think it's cool. I thought it was cool to see the physical therapist. I didn't. I thought it was. Trainers. I thought it was too short, though. I thought it was going to be a longer show, but I guess it's just going to be like thirty-minute episodes. So yeah, I'm, I'm fine with thirty-minute episodes, especially if you want to have it as a weekly thing. I'm completely fine with thirty-minute episodes. Keep you yeah. come. Keep you uh, drawing back for more, and it expands out some of this stuff. I mean, you can't really have so much, especially because a lot of the stuff we already know what's going on. Like Devin Taylor, we know that she's released. I mean, to throw that all into one episode, it's kind of like, eh. But yeah, no, I, yeah I get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of it, though. I look forward to uh, seeing more. I caught some of that show you were telling me about the wrestlers around table or whatever. Yeah, th- table for three. Yeah, I saw they posted um, a preview, I think, of Samoa Joe Neville and Bo Dallas talking. Yeah, I got to watch that one. Yeah, it's pretty interesting what they do. It's pretty interesting. But uh, speaking of breaking ground, some people featured on there also. We got Josh from Tough Enough. Um, and I guess we on the commercial we hear ZZ's voice, so I'm assuming he's going to yeah. be on it as well. But WWE has a new class of signees. Mm-hmm. Um, bunch of people. Biff Busick was signed. Rick, yeah, Rich. Yeah, Rich, Rich Swan. Athena uh, Bandito hey. Jr. is working as a referee. Yeah, uh, Daria from uh, Tough Enough and Mata. Yeah, and Patrick Clark is, I guess, officially. Yeah, and now Amanda, I guess, is officially signed. Yeah, Amanda. Um, I mean, we we said that this was going to be the highest signed class, so with Tough Enough wise. It looks like it's working out that way. Uh, Gigi. Apparently, uh, Dave Meltzer reported that Gigi was not signed to the WWE because of um, something that came up with her past. And this is false. She really uh, dug into him. And apparently, he meant to say Gabby, not Gigi. So now she put out a tweet saying about Dave Meltzer and defamation of character and stuff like that. I, I would love for Dave Meltzer to get sued <laughs> for defamation of character from uh, making a sub, put, for putting out a rumor like that. Yeah. I would love for some of these people that start all these rumors to get sued or something for false information and everything. But yeah, Dave Meltzer, I hope you're not listening to this show. Not <laughs> because I don't want to get in trouble or anything, just because I don't care about I it. I give this show one star and a half. Yeah, right. Which you can, by the way, do on iTunes. <laughs> yeah, so go subscribe and rate us. All right, so talking about breaking grounds, let's get into independent wrestling news. Yeah, uh, pro, wrestling, pro Wrestling Syndicate took place on 1024 out in Rahway, New Jersey, uh, and 1025. But uh, a few matches that took place, we saw Habib from the car wash defeat Matt McIntosh to become the number one contender for the PWS Championship, which, by the way, I see somebody's uploading PWS logos. 
I don't know if it's actually like PWS logos, but it's Pro Wrestling Syndicate stuff on 2K16. Interesting. So I definitely welcome more more of that. Yeah, had Amazing Red picking up a victory over PJ Black. Yeah, uh, the the PWS champion, television champion, Chris Payne, was uh, given a new title belt because the other championship was stolen, so they said. And uh, Chris Payne versus Bonesaw ended in a no contest after Brian Myers came out and attacked both of them. Yeah, with that uh, concealed belt. Yeah, and then uh, Mick Foley suspended them, suspended him, so he couldn't compete at the at the event tomorrow or the next yeah, day, the next which day. was supposed to be Brian Myers versus Bonesaw versus Chris Payne versus RVD, but it was just a triple threat triple match. Triple threat match instead. Yeah. Uh, Starman retained his suicidal six way championship, defeating the drunken swashbuckler. The Lifeguard, Zima Ion, Beefcake Charlie, and Damian Gibbs. Who purchased that spot in the match from Nikos Rikos? Yeah, and then speaking of Rob Van Dam, he took on John Hennigan, Joe Mo, FKA John Morrison. And uh, John Morrison, John Hennigan picked up that victory against RVD. I'm sure that was a fine and dandy match. I would have liked to have seen that live. Yeah, you also had, in that main event, you had Habib from the car wash cashing in that number one uh, contenders on the PWS champion, Dan Muff, picking up the victory. Your new PWS champion, Habib from the car wash. Very surprising. I think that... He would be the last person that we would ever think would defeat a monster such as Dan Moff for the championship. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure I speak for the both of us that we are both very happy to see Habib from the car wash as the PWS champion. Uh, we've seen uh, him kind of uh, mature in the world of professional wrestling. Yeah. So congratulations to Habib from the car wash with this uh, PWS championship victory. The only thing is, now he has a target on his back, and I'm pretty sure Dan Moff is going to go after that target. Yeah, well, time will tell. We'll see. Come November, come December. Yeah, so ProWrestlingSyndicate.com. Up next, we saw, or we had, or they had, NYWC <laughs> House of Madness on October 24th as well. Uh, Jesse Vane, Mike Verna, and Talon teamed up to defeat Rick Cataldo Eddie McQueen and DJ Hyde. Yeah, you also had Tony Nice pick up a victory over Tyler J. Rowe Murphy. Um, the Brother Club teamed up, TJ Marconi and Brayden Knight, with Brooke Danielle. Uh, Quick, what's your name? No, I said it correctly, and I always say it correctly, so <laughs> Bam Rose. Quick, what's her name? Brooke Danielle. Yeah. So the Brother Club teamed up, defeating Justin Ventura, Aiden Ball, Aiden Bell. And uh, afterwards, Aiden Bale turned on Ventura and joined the Brother Club. Yeah, very interesting. And I, I think that makes sense because, as we know, Braden Knight is uh, Florida now. Yeah. So I guess it makes sense. Now you were going to have a replacement for him in the Brother Club. <laughs> so very cool with that one. Your, uh, your spelling error over here, your, your autocorrect. Yeah. King Mega defeated Greek God Paladin. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, King Mega picked up the victory against Greek God Papadon. Yeah, first time ever. I still, I'm still 
blown away that this is the first match that they've ever had against each other. Yeah. How come you didn't like celebrate and clap and cheer just before? When, when the Mets won. Uh, because I was recording a podcast. Yeah, okay. I, that about, stopped you. I, was about to, I was about to say Mets won, but you were also speaking. I didn't want to interrupt you. Oh, dude. That's uh, like, come on. Look at that score. Three. That's The Mets need this victory, and hopefully they can carry this into tomorrow. The Mets don't need this victory, though. Yeah, they need it tonight. No, they don't. Like, I don't know why. Like, they're still statistically wise. No, they don't. But they, but they got it, so it doesn't matter. What do you mean statistically wise they don't? How did because if they lost this game, there's still the other game they could win, and go yeah, on to win the, amount, the last few. The yeah, last the amount of the amount of the momentum change. That's three games in a row, especially two games that they should have won. I don't care Four. about momentum. I could pair. I, I can't, care then, about statistics. And then, and then to go back to Kansas and take two victories from Can- at Kansas. I mean, it's gonna that would be too tough. Are they but not something that's very tough? Wait, 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 wait. Is it not Missouri? What do you mean? <laughs> Where's Kansas City? Isn't it? Kansas City, Missouri, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Go go on to introduce the next match. Uh Willow Nightingale picked up a huge victory over Marty Bell, uh TNA superstar. So that is an Huge upset. Congratulations to Willow uh, Nightingale on that victory. Yeah, it's in Missouri, by the way. Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, okay. But yeah, uh, and then after that, the Fusion champion, Joe Gacy, picked up the victory against the returning Matthew Justice. It's been a while since Matthew Justice has been in uh, NYWC. Yeah, good to see him back. Um, In your main event, you had a TLC match for the NYWC and five Borough Wrestling Tag Team Championships. Where? Where if the loser lost? Yeah, the loser lost. They would have to break apart for a year. Yeah, they'd have to disband. And Flawless and Lawless picked up the victory and defeated Milk Chocolate for both the NYWC and five Borough Wrestling Tag Team Championships. Definitely very surprising. I was not expecting this, especially because Milk Chocolate won this, these championships fairly recently. Yeah. Um, but you know what? They put on an awesome match. I saw a bunch of clips, and the from the finish from the start of the match to the finish of the match, it was just it looked like a lot of a lot of fun, a lot of action. And I wish I was in the live audience to see this. But flawless and lawless. NYWC and Five Borough Wrestling Tag Team Champions once again. And I believe afterwards, Flawless and Lawless picked up the microphone and said that uh, Milk Chocolate's too good of a tag team to split up. So, Yeah, so Milk Chocolate will not be disbanding. So that is, I mean, yes, we understand that was a stipulation. But come on, you can't separate Milk Chocolate. You can't, come on. You just uh, you can't. <laughs> so yeah, NYWC. Go check out nywcwrestling.com for all future events, for information to buy tickets, and if you'd like to train to become a pro wrestler. Um, the Young right. Bucks signed with Ring of Honor. What else do we have? Um, CCW <laughs> Cerebral is taking place eleven seven in Dayton, Ohio. You're gonna have CCW champ Matt Tremont defended against DJ Hyde. Dayton, Ohio, home of the most boring Hall of Fame I've ever been to. 
which is the NF or not NFL football Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, and you're going to have the CCW Wire champion Joey Janela take on Joe Gacy. Uh, so that should be cool. CCW Wrestling, CZWrestling.com. Well, so Dave, shameless plug. Shameless plugs. Thank you very much to the following people for promoting us in the week of professional wrestling. Go follow Eric at Montreal Broski. Go follow John at Mr. John Faust. Jasmine at Reverse NMSage. Elizabeth at Hello Miss Mox. B-Montabee at NYWC underscore sign guy. And B-Montabee at NYWC underscore sign guy, which I already just did. And that's it. Okay, and next up for Shameless Plugs. November 14th, JAPW Jersey's all, Jersey All Pro Wrestling in Rahway, New Jersey at the Jersey Rec Center, I believe. Yeah, you're going to be seeing for the first time ever Rey Mysterio Jr. taking on Low Key. Huge match. You're also going to be seeing the JAPW Light Heavyweight Champ, Black G's, taking on Joey Janela, the bad boy himself. World's Greatest Tag Team taking on Heidi Lovelace and Chris Dickinson. Shane Strickland versus Too Hot Steve Scott versus the product David Starr versus Leo Rush versus Lance Anwai versus Azriel. And you're also going to be seeing MVP Hardy Boys, Carlito, Powers of Pains of Paint, Snitsky, and WWE referee Sean Bennett will be there hosting a WWE raffle. So go check that out. You can go visit JAPW.net for more information. And that's on November 14th, JPW. Ravenstereo yeah. versus Low Key at the Rahway Rec Center, right? That yeah, that is a cool match. J- uh, Low Key versus Ray Mysterio. I'm happy that he's finally on the indie scene, kind of uh, working a lot of these uh, like kind of dream matches. But yo, if Ray Mysterio cuts out for a year, and Del Rio cuts out for a year, and Del Rio comes back, does that mean we could see Ray Mysterio possibly back in the future? Yeah, why not? I, I still, I'm still so disappointed that we never got to see anything between Kalisto and, and Ray. I know. I feel like that's going to happen at some point, and I, I think that will happen at some point. Um, also, December 11th, House of Glory Civil War will be taking place uh, in Jamaica, New York. You're going to be seeing in the main event Justin Gabriel taking on John Morrison. Uh, you're also going to be seeing a loser leaves. House of Glory match as Brian Excel takes on Amazing Red, hence the title Civil War. So that's going to be a really cool uh, event to check out. Go visit houseofgloryonline.com. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you would enjoy seeing Gabriel versus Morrison. Yeah, of course. But yeah, um, yeah, that's all I have for Shameless Plugs. Brandon, do you have any shout outs? Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to Brandon's shout-outs. Waka waka. That is right. My shout-outs. Uh, first shout-out goes to Halloween. How, how could anyone not like this holiday? Like, come on. Candy, costumes. Yeah. It's the best holiday of them all. Actually, it's one of them. <laughs> but this, but it's, my, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's definitely up there. Because it's like you, you, you... I mean, not even the fact that you dress up because... Up until 2012, I did not dress up, really. Uh-huh. I, I, that was like literally the first time in years that I dressed up, um, aside for 
senior year in high school, like in high school, which I threw together a black outfit and I went as Johnny Cash. Uh, I don't know if anyone understood that, though, because I didn't look like Johnny Cash. Yeah. But yeah, in 2012, I, when I did Mankind, Brandkind as people were calling it, 2013 was Paul Bearer, 2014 was Sting, 2015 Bray Wyatt. Let's see how uh, see how that turns out. Yeah. I, I, love, I love all the horror movies that come out now. I, I haven't been able to watch too many because of school, but I did watch uh, for the first time The Omen the other day. There's a horror film that just came out recently. It's like a bunch of mini ones in, in the one regular long movie. Uh-huh. My friend's like, oh, do you want to go see this? I was like, no, it looks awful. But I just don't like that horror genre. Um, so. I love it. I, I actually really want to see out right now is I think it's called Cedar Peak. Uh, I don't think it's a horror movie. It's more of a ghost movie, but it looks pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, up next is an anti-shout-out. Uh-oh. Going to Candy Corn. Ooh. I think it's disgusting. I go back and forth with this. I don't, I don't know I, how I'm a, people I'm a fan. I really don't know. It's like eating chalk. I, I can't eat it in... I can't eat it in uh, eat a lot of it, but I definitely... I'm a fan. No, I don't see the point of Candy Corn, so shame... Shame. Shame. And uh, last shout out goes to the show on ABC is Blackish. Uh, on this week's episode, they had the Halloween episode, of course, which I'm disappointed that Modern Family didn't have a Halloween episode this year. How did it they? I don't know. But uh, Blackish had their Halloween episode, and they had a security guard that the neighborhood hired to, uh, I guess, because they're, they live in like the rich area. Uh-huh. So all the kids from all the other areas come in to, to trick-or-treat by them because, you know, rich people give out great candy. Yeah. There was a house by me one time used to give out full bars. Full bars. You could take whatever you wanted. They had Full bars? Dude, full bars. Jeez. Full, full Hershey bars, full Crunch bars, Kit Kats. That's um, pretty amazing. Milky Ways. Uh, what's the other one that I like? Three Musketeers. Dude, I was in heaven when I went to that house. That we that love that house, and they used to give a dollar, oh, a dollar and, <laughs> and full bars, but yeah. So Blackish, they hired a security guard, and they referred to him as a large Samoan who used to play in the XFL. So I popped for that. I thought that was funny because the XFL is WWE. Oh, it's it's not because he was Samoan. No, it was because of the XFL <laughs> reference. Yeah, so that was that. Watch Blackish on ABC. And uh, that was my shout-out. So it's time for... Our... Why'd you stop? Oh, you didn't stop. moment of the week. That is right. Our marked-out moment of the week. Dave, I know you have a mark-out moment of the week right there, too. Yeah. Too, in general. Um, I'm going to go with, well, I marked out for Boo Dallas. I thought that was hilarious. Um, what else did I mark out for? What did I tell you I mark, marked out for? I was going to forget. Oh, I don't remember. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I knew that was going to happen, too. That's why I told you to remember for And me. you literally just said it, too. Yeah, it was, like, right before you pressed record. Um, no, it was while we were recording. You were like, oh, this is my mark out moment of the week. Oh, man. Was it something with Balor? No. No. No, nothing with Balor. 
But it was wrestling related? Yeah. There was Boo Dallas. <laughs> um, it's funny because the only thing I can remember you saying is, oh, my mark out moment of the week is this and Boo <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> yeah, I, I just have to go with Boo Dallas now. Yeah. What about you? Anything? Um, I don't know. I guess just basically the, the well, you know, Creed and Arena was phenomenal. Also, I didn't even touch on that. That was awesome. I don't. I don't know why WWE is posting all the Stone Cold Steve Austin like walk like the walkthrough of his career mode on their YouTube channel. I, yeah, I don't get I, that's dumb. And like, I don't want to like my friends playing through it, and I'm like, don't tell me stuff. It's like, yeah, I know Joey's Joey Styles recorded uh, commentary for the ECW match, but like, I don't need to hear what he says. Like, I want to experience it. Yeah, but. I don't know. I guess I marked out that Billy Joel sang the national anthem for tonight's game. What else? I got cupcakes. I can't wait to eat those. I went out and got more cupcakes, believe it or not. (laughs) Hey, might as well. Win in Rome, right? Yeah. Uh, We're going to have to cut it. We're going to have to cut it, right? We're going to have to call it. You you can't remember? I can't remember. That's unfortunate. That's why I told you. It's unfortunate. That's why I told you. You know, once we stop recording, I'm going to remember. It wasn't. It had nothing to do with uh, Awesome Kong and Brooke Tessmacher being tied with Gil Kim. No, 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 no. If it was Tessmacher alone in the lead, then I would, <laughs> yeah, it would be that. How could it not be that? Yeah. Um, Rich Swan being signed by the WWE. But, I mean, I marked out more from Boo Dallas. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that's it. Well, that was our show this week, folks. I hope for sure that you enjoyed this episode. Uh, check it out, markingout.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, markingout.com, facebook.com slash markingout, at markingout on Twitter, at BTTG161, at Dave the Rave underscore M-O, and have a happy Halloween. We wish you the... the- Best of luck in your future endeavors.